Hello, Madhuri. This is welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real podcast. Before we, you know, delve into the shit houseery that you know uh, that unfolded today at the one about big up our partners, uh, big up Hello, Madhuri. This is welcome back to another. Um, the link is in the description below. Uh, get twenty percent off with free shipping um, using the code LBR twenty. I repeat, LBR twenty. Um, yeah, uh, like I mentioned in the previous episode. Mm, this is the best way that uh, you can you guys can use to show some support to the channel um when you you know take a wide overview of uh, of the catalog it might seem a little pricey but there are you know so- certain products which is under 40 30 bucks so yeah like you add 20% off and free shipping on top of that i think there is a deal so um Yeah man if you if you need stuff for your family for your girlfriend boyfriend you know valentine's day is coming up so it's i think it's the perfect ex- excuse to actually you know uh show some love to you know what we have been doing and uh, yeah like i'll tell you the sponsorship also depends upon how much love you can show us and and manscape so yeah man big up manscape again um we'll be you know introducing the products as soon as we get them like i, I think we'll have them in like um three or four days so yeah uh look forward to um, you know talking a bit more about um, you know the products in detail and more will have uh, you know certain um some integrated analysis of uh, you know lawnmower 5.0 as well so yeah man uh, like a manscape again talking about tonight's uh, not tonight's today's game mid day kickoff um i really don't know where to begin to be honest i was numb watching the game i was numb afterwards there was no euphoria no a uh, sense of even relief because i was i was so i was so fucking you know pissed off at you know how we handled the game but it's 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 uh i think it's expected uh, in in a certain way um i knew fatigue would you know play a part that's the whole reason why me jacob and farooq were here and you know contemplating why would carlo really you know throw in his a team for a game like this and Jacob I remember off the top of my head I remember very well that Jacob said don't go for any you know surprising inclusions because you know what Carlos is going to do he's going to throw in you know his his uh, his trusted 11 and uh, we saw the repercussions of you know what uh, that uh, uh what that uh you know laid out for us in the first half but now yeah, yeah man before we get into it welcome my esteemed co-host uh co uh panelist mo how's it going bro Yeah, talk man, to I, us i think before before we start this thing i have to apologize to the fact that you know uh, your name is labeled as farooq uh, we had some technical issues that we had to sort of like in, 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 in very fast to bring this uh, whole thing up put together everything so i you know everybody knows that this is not farooq this is sunet you know so there is very popular right now so you know i don't really have to you know tell everybody but uh, yeah. being associated with farooq is I, i i like i told you before we you know came on it is a slight dent on my rap but i'll take it for a day Yeah, okay. and I and I think thankfully uh, the, the 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 comments thing is working again. Let me just try. Yeah, Madrid TV says big up, so it, it's working. So you know we should be good. Like a Madrid TV man every single time. Yeah, uh, uh, if if there are in, any issues with the streams, guys, just let us know in the chat. For for now, I think everything is is working fine for now. Yeah, coming back to the game, I think we uh, like I said in the in in the group chat, right? I was like totally expecting us to drop points today. 
like you guys talked about fatigue and everything in the last pre preview and i think that that was an incredibly valid point because you know uh, january uh, as tradition for ramadan under like antonio pintos has always been a time of the time of the year when ramadan is always dropping points so for me it was a big surprise that we won the super cup as comfortably as we did and you know the performances that have been there uh, like okay i think the game against mallorca wasn't the best but you know we still managed to pick up points and everything but the game against atleti especially you know the disappointment with the midweek uh, i kind of think that it was like you know tending towards we were tired already uh, from the saudi super cup and now we are here today uh, for me personally as soon as i saw the match you know the squad list come out and it was like ancelotti is making no rotations you know although you guys are like yeah this is ancelotti is not going to make any rotations but i still had this like you know i was hoping beyond hope that ancelotti somehow makes some changes but you know um, nothing happened uh, at that point i was like pretty sure that we we're going to drop, drop points and you know it, it just transpired that way uh, that uh, we managed to come out with the, the full three points so incredibly happy about the result uh, i had wished that our, some of our players would be rotated and get some rest but you know but you take it on the chin and move on <laughs> take it on your chin i really find it hard to take it on my chin man honestly cuz uh, i i might i might be a sore loser but when i when i see certain you know redeeming qualities in, in a performance you know unlike farooq where i you know really want my team to go guns blazing and you know play that the best football ever played i would you know take take the win and run you know like you just said but even for a night like even for a day like today i really can't do it you know i just i just my heart doesn't seem right you know um it it might be just a one off right like but um in in isolation this game was really really poor um but fatigue can be can be you know attributed to it but you know carlo should have done better man but let's talk about nacho right fatigue again as an issue has been overplayed has been called upon far more than he would have been you know like to you know um but i don't think he would be complaining regarding regarding the minutes but the more i see of nacho it's 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 slightly concerning um going into the champions league knockouts with just chomeni being you know heraldres the sole backup um there's some yeah yeah no i was just like checking some uh some people are talking about my mic being low so i'm just looking uh, trying to make sure everything is okay i can hear you perfectly well right yeah just uh, increase the yeah i kind of increase the sensitivity of my mic so i'm hoping like you know everything's fine now should be fine should be fine but yeah man nacho uh culpable for two mistakes two big mistakes let's talk about the first one specifically you start the game right you you you, you know we can give him the excuse that he is tired but even then man right five yard pass out to mendy yeah i think some so, some of those uh, things cannot be explained by the fact that you know they were fatigued like you rightly pointed out especially nacho's mistake i think that is something that you know uh, you shouldn't be seeing from a player like nacho an experienced player like nacho you know somebody who's been here around at real madrid for a long time and i think it kind of brings into question real madrid's uh, you know decision this whole decision not to bring a backup in because you know thing is like uh, remedy needs quality i was actually reading an article on in the spanish media a while back for for you know about this whole center back debacle thing and how remedy are approaching it they were like if we sign a player is going to be a young player who can play or is going to be a senior player who's not going to really challenge nacho for the starting spot so i think the idea was that nacho is going to be the one who's playing alongside rudiger so for me after performances like these you know although i love nacho you know he he's mr ramirez personified for me so I, i it pains me to say this but i think nacho's performances you know especially this past year haven't been really up to the standard you know even again in the game against uh, arandina the cup the cup tie the first cup tie i felt that like he was poor when we conceded the goal that we did 
and you know today he gives the ball away previously as well you guys have mentioned numerous times you know that he's been lacking in his performances so i think that's a very valid point and today the performance i think uh, was disappointing i think Nach uh, ancelotti kind of identified that and decided you know we could do without him and subbed him off and brought chomini to play in the center back despite whatever happened in the after the midweek you know all the controversies and everything uh, ancelotti decided to you know stamp his authority and play chomini as center back again so for me, as you rightly said, Nacho, incredibly disappointing. I hope he gets get better because, you know, Real Madrid is not signing a centre-back as to the best of our knowledge. So I hope Nacho steps up because, you know, otherwise we'll be just waiting for them let off to come back and, you know, come back at top form for Real Madrid to salvage something from the season. 100 percent without without Nacho being, you know, playing up to, you know, optimal levels. Um, I, don't, I don't think we stand a chance. I don't think we stand a chance in either La Liga or Champions League because Today could have been easily two points dropped, right? Could have been three points dropped. You never know, right? But um, in the Champions League, I think the margin for error is going to be even lesser. And, you know, guys like Nacho should step up and he should be the leading light. Uh, no matter what we think of him, no matter what we think his, you know, uh, best um, level is or, you know, how how much quality does he actually have? Like, he should really be the guy, you know, uh, pulling things uh, at the back. But... Um, Slightly off topic, right? Like you, since you mentioned that Carlo, you know, rightly saw that you know we could do without Nacho. Another person that I really thought would come on is Luka Modric, right? This is kind of slightly off topic, but I think this is the right moment to ask more about it. Like, what do you think is you know Luca's thought process at this moment in time? Because clearly Carlo doesn't like relying on him. For me personally, I think the the, the reasoning behind Ancelotti bring, not bringing on Modric is the fact that I think we needed some. Uh, verticality and some uh, influence in the final third because if you guys noticed it it was like uh, after they got the goal Almeria were like kind of sent sitting back and you know it, it's not a surprise we kind of like even the the best armchair analysis like kind of you know they, they're going to expect that to happen so for me I think Ancelotti's thought purpose behind that was like we needed bo bodies in the box and we needed some dynamism in the attack because you know the thing with Rodrigo Vinicius and Bellingham wasn't just working out today you know, because like, uh, Bell I, I think that combination between Bellingham and Vinicius was something that was missing. And I kind of like, when I say Real Madrid missed, uh, were, were going to drop points because of fatigue, this was my biggest problem, Bellingham. Because Bellingham has played like, you know, he's, 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 he's going to play till he drops it under Ancelotti. And for me, this has been like, it's kind of sad to see that. I was expecting maybe today he decides to go with Arda Goulart because, you know, he he's somebody who has not played. And, you know, if, if, you're, if you're not going to play him against the bottom side, who are you going to play him against? Hundred so percent. Yeah, my thinking was like you go with Arda Guller instead of Bellingham, but he decided to stick with Bellingham, and I think in the first half, I wanted Arda Guller to start, and you know the boys were like, no chance he's starting, which was yeah, proven right. Yeah, for me as well, I think Bellingham was like incredibly tired, so the combination mm. was just wasn't there, and I think Rodrigo Vinicius on their own couldn't do anything, and I think this was also a theme for uh, the, the 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 cup tie against Atleti because and Vinicius and Rodrigo were just like running, you know, they were running like blind men into walls or something, you know, because they just kept running with the ball dribbling with the ball and kept losing it in the final third so i think today as well they, they just set up a defense set up a wall and we couldn't do anything so with that in mind i think Angelo decided that this is a game that needed brahim and also did they influence the game i have my issues with the way they were playing as well but i think that that was Angelotti's thought process and i think this is why he didn't decide to go with luka modric pick up the chat um I would like to, you know, quickly read out a few of the comments before we, you know, delve into it further. We're going to be keeping it short, boys. So, yeah, fastening seatbelts. It's going to be, it's going to be wild. Um, Madrid TV, bigger Madrid TV man, he says, what a game. 
first half was the worst first half I've seen us play this season, but the boys came back at the second half. Hello, Madrid. Um, yeah, did we really come back? I'm not sure. It is the kid says, um, I'm so angry at the moment, I can't even lie that it was luck at its finest today. Uh, we have to check a few things, man, because this ain't looking good. We have Atleti in a few weeks at the Bernabeu. And if we play like that, we might see one of the biggest embarrassing losses uh, ever and ever being for real. Big up, big up Dennis the Great every single time. And Ashik B was mentioning, um, oh, did I delete the message? Oh my God. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, I think Dennis's message it was by mistake, by the way. Um, Ashik was mentioning fantastic football match, all credit to Almeria and an undersound win for us. Penalty was uh, fortuitous. Um, tying goal was a handball, but should have been called a penalty for us. Mm, the winning goal was all about Jude's football IQ. 100% Jude was extraordinary. Madre TV was also mentioning, I blame Ancelotti for playing a strong side against Almeria. The players are exhausted. Nine of nine out of nine of them played against Atletico for 120 minutes. Come on, I think that's why the players didn't perform today. Mm. Uh, Ashik also says, I also put part of the blame on the stupid and stubborn board. We need depth in centre-back. Nacho is burnt out and making mistakes. Rudiger is already there, matter of time. Yeah, even Rudiger looks like he he has you know chinks in his armour. Not gonna lie. Uh, let me see a few few more of the comments. Um, ZMAP says, uh, most mic sounds lower was before. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fixed. I think it's fixed. Um, Ricardo says, if this result doesn't show the board that we need a centre-back, I don't know what will. We have conceded 10 goals in the last four games. That's that's mad. That's mad. That's that's like mid-table mid -table side. Yeah, you know? today my um, brother was actually watching Ramadan for the first time and he was like, you know, you guys only have one defender. I was telling him, you know, Rudiger, this is the, the reason why I keep saying Rudiger is the best in the world because, you know, this is the guy who's defending everything alone. And like, even today at moments, you know, Chumani, Fran Garcia, Tani Carval, everybody was in the opposite, opposition half and Rudiger alone had to like handle everything. And I think it kind of speaks to Real Madrid's mentality going forward. Like Rudiger is just doing well, so why not like squeeze everything out of him? I don't really appreciate that mentality. But, you know, I think that's how the board is. All it takes is a knock for Rudiger to miss one single game for all this to come down. You know, that, that's you, just how big you know, it is. Is, like, mm. We've discussed this before as well. I think if Rudiger goes down, we don't really have a substitute, not even the first team, and we don't even have anybody in the Castillas. We, you know, we have talked about... Carrillo got in, injured or something, right? Yeah, I, I heard Carrillo got injured. So, yeah, mm. it's, 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 it's going to be incredibly, incredibly disappointing if Rudiger goes down, you know, and it's going to be incredibly damaging as well. Um, yeah, man, let, let's get back into, into you know, talking about the game a bit. Um, the very fact that we had to really go into halftime looking like headless chickens against a side that has gone nine successive away games without a win. Um, bottom of the league, haven't won, you know, one single game all season. It just it just was hard to watch, not going to lie. Um, Vinicius, again, what was he doing? Like, I get it. Fatigue, you know, whatever it might be, there wasn't anyone for him to combine. But general play, general body language, general demeanor, it's just shocking, absolutely shocking for me. That's personally, that's personally just my opinion. I'm not speaking for more. I'm not speaking for less. Be real. I'm just speaking as Sunem, right? Like for me, I expect so much more from him. He just at one point I saw, right? Like he's trying to rile up the crowd. Even the crowd were like, "Really? What? What do you want us to do? Just play, play to your tune, and then, then you, you, you get carried away." That's that's the that's the. Um, that's the mental image I got from those guys, you know, like I speak more than more than words. And some of the people looking down at Vinny from the stands, our own fans, 
there was a disconnect it, it was so shocking like i haven't seen stuff like that honestly because uh I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to be the guy the next Gareth Bale story. You know, it's an it's an extreme. It's never going to happen, but I'm just telling you, you know, it, it shouldn't be this way. We went into half time. Carlo saw that, you know, it wasn't working. He pulled off Nacho, pulled off Fuller and Mendy. Mendy, yeah, couldn't couldn't really, you know, there there was a there was a point in the game where, you know, and the entire left-hand side was, was filled with like seven players. And and the right hand side was just you know Carvajal and 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 Fede uh, or just Carvajal and Rodrigo like I I don't get it the, the entire left hand side was overloaded and nothing was happening probably that was why you know guys like Mendy was you know uh, hooked off Fran came in was was a positive um, inclusion there was a slight change in shape which also you know helped uh, our cost massively but talk us through the subs more and uh, who impressed you the most basically. From the subs, I think for me it's kind of like I have to say Fran because his crosses were the things that were like creating danger. But then, like you said, you know there was a uh, there was a change in the entire approach of how we approached the game in the second half because the first half was like you know Ancelotti and the coaching staff sticking to their four four two and deciding to do what has worked so far. Uh, I think you you raised some valid points about Vinicius, you know him being like too greedy sometimes with the ball, trying to do it a lot, and you know the lack of anything being present in the center of the box also kind of limited him. And you know uh, all Maria did well, like they had to stick like two men on him, and he would lose. There the was ball. nobody to even put a finger on the center backs. I don't get it. There was no one. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, that's something that did not work out today. So Ancelotti rightly decided to bring in bring on Joselu. For me personally, I felt that you know Fran when he came on, he kind of like. Uh, uh, he kind of stretched the, their defense a little. He made those overlapping runs, and I think uh, Fulham Mendy like kind of struggled to do with it because you know we know Fulham Mendy he's not going to be pinging in crosses like you know pinpoint crosses. When Frank came in, he had that uh, he added that uh, you know uh, impetus to our attack because you know now we had an added uh, missile to throw into their box. And but then it wasn't just him; it was also the fact that Jose Luis is now here and you know occupying defenders. Like we, some that's something that we have always talked about. So I think that definitely helped out Real Madrid. Uh, so for me, uh, Fran was definitely an impressive player. But you know, apart from, I think the whole thing changed because of you know the uh, the, every, the the change in formation, the change in style yeah. that we were going with. If, there was, there was much better width. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There was better yeah. width, like you said. And I wouldn't just put it down to one player. It was like everybody, you know, yeah. a combination of multiple yeah. things. And Jude also Danny Carvel was a shadow of himself in the first half. Even he stepped up on the right as well. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think mm. we also have to point out the fact that with the change in formation, with uh, Hoselu occupying spaces for uh, centrally, it kind of freed mm. up Jude. You know, even though he was yeah. tired, like Jude massively stepped yeah. up his game. Like you pointed out, Carvajal yeah. did too, but like Jude, I think he was incredible in the second half. 100%. 100%. Um, France cross basically, you know, leads to the uh, to, to the pen. You know, like I, I was I was screaming, you know, while it happened because how does everybody miss it, right? But then the replay showed there was a hand involved. And yeah, man, Jude... Um, even though the penalty kind of looked cold, <laughs> like the replays really, you know, uh, uh, scared me to death. Because you know, what if the goalkeeper really, you know, left his foot hanging? He he could have saved it. But yeah, neat neat deception, uh, straight down the middle. Uh, important important pen. You could hear a pin drop silence in, in the stands. They were so fucking nervous. Like I can't I can't fucking you know even describe it well enough because. At a, at, a, at a point of the game when we're 2-0 down against the 20th place side, let's be honest, at home, the crowd looking like, you know, like we need something right now. You know, we, we're desperate. We would take anything. You know, some scruffy goal. We we just need a goal right now. That's how 
intimidating the whole scenario was and the uh, big up june man again uh stepping up when when it uh, needs the most 100% um yeah let me get to a few other comments before we you know uh, move further uh ricardo was mentioning that guy king was mentioning not just strip him <laughs> strip him of the captaincy i reckon but um yeah I yeah i think it's a bit too harsh a bit too harsh ricardo was mentioning though i'm not uh, his biggest fan but i appreciate carlo making the changes at half time also we have been conceding the same type of goals match after match we need to do better i'll tell you the midfielders have to really help out right like i know you can't really blame you know people for the first goal cuz cuz it was you know right off you know the, the whistle and the players are still kind of you know getting into into rhythm it was kind of a knockout knockout blow right like we we didn't really know what hit us right but um the second goal like there should be people closing you know a fucking center back down better it was a clean finish it was one of the best finishes of the season let's be honest right um initially i was like you know like uh, can you even blame nacho cuz he's not expecting someone to rifle at top corner right but the midfield in my opinion should be helping out so much more better um whether it be runners from deep or, or just in general play they should be helping out nacho and rodriguez so much more better um it's not like ramos and varan where you know the or ramos and pepe who can really you know shore up the def- even they couldn't really do it but i'm just telling you like these guys need help like i don't know where you, you stand with that more now for um, me the thing was like uh, this idea that everybody has to pitch in like i totally agree with it Uh, for mm. me the thing is like you know this game it was about like uh, ra- playing against Real Madrid every bottom team has like the same strategies like you know sit deep attack on transition quickly tra- and uh, Almeria has the tool the right tools i think especially with Lachi Ramzani because he he has the pace to like threaten us so for me the thing is like once Real Madrid get caught on transitions Almeria had all the time to you know take advantage of it and um, when you have Nacho making the mistakes that he's making in this game is definitely going to help him out and then you have also have to give credit to Edgar for that finish because you know that was a yeah, wonderful yeah. finish and at that point in time I was wondering is there a player in Rambler team that can actually you know pull that off so <laughs> I don't think so so I, I, that was the thought process going in my mind so for the second goal I's like you know you have to give kudos criticize ourselves but overall I think for me this game in particular it was like it was about uh, defending transitions well and you know I think we kind of failed to do that and you know like you brightly pointed out the midfield should help out whenever they can tiredness fatigue whatever it be you can you cannot be making these kind of mistakes you know these kind of elementary fundamental yeah. mistakes so but going forward i'm hoping better from the team because you know this team has had like a a hugely packed schedule and that is partially why when i said before you know i was okay with crashing out of a copa it was because like it's going to open up the schedule for us so you know hopefully we don't have a game this week uh, midweek i'm not entirely sure so as long as we, we don't, don't have, have it. yeah as long as we don't have it it gives the players some time to recover and you know hopefully we can push on for the second half of our, our season you know uh, the champions league and la liga those are the two trophies everybody wants to win so i hope we do well with the midfield i, I see a pattern here right like uh, in previous years especially last year and even even during the season when we won you know decimo corto uh corta um the, the the pattern was basically the team you know relying too much on pivo and basically you know uh delegating duties to him right now what i say is uh it's not even just the goalkeeper it's it's rudiger one man army mm-hmm. i think i think the entire team kind of knows oh you know like he'll sweep sweep it up at the back so that mentality like i watched leipzig yesterday and they are a menace people like chavi simmons are going to rip you apart 
if if you give that much yeah. time to think and you know uh, when, when the draw was made, mm-hmm. uh, me and Farooq were mm-hmm. talking about this and I said uh, Leipzig are the worst mm-hmm. draw that we can get. It isn't because mm-hmm. like uh, they have some exceptional quality, but it's just because with the pace and physicality they play, you know, they play at a game yeah. at a tempo that I Sesko for a guy that that lanky man, he has some neat feet. Not gonna yeah. lie. I, I I think the, the way Leipzig play doesn't really suit us. You know that the tempo mm-hmm. they play at, and I think they have the ability to exploit us. So for me, this is this is a tie that I'm really like you know I'm not going to it with full confidence. Oh, this Real Madrid is going to win this thing because like when you look at it, Leipzig doesn't really have the tradition of Real Madrid. They don't really have yeah. the quality of Real Madrid. But then when you look at the style they play with, I think that doesn't really mesh with us. So for us, that's going to be a tricky tie to navigate. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Also. Uh, Talking about transition quickly, um, it wasn't a goal that stood, but still, you know, Arriba's neat finish. But the way they cut us apart, man. And you see, um, right at the beginning of, of of that play, you can see Chouamini making a schoolboy error. Instead of sticking out wide, he just drifts inward. That that just blew my mind. You, you, like, you can clearly see he's not a centre-back. But imagine that happening in a pivotal Champions League knockout tie. We'd be finished, man. I'm telling you, we got away with it. Yeah, Jude Bellingham was fouled in the build-up. Go on, Mo. Yeah, I think this this goes back to the point that everybody in the chat is making. The point that you know we kind of agree we need to bring in some quality to you know to shore up the defense. But then the, the all the argument always goes back to the fact that how do we bring in a quality for six months and then not sacrifice our flexibility going forward when we go into the next season? So I think this is kind of like a tightrope that the team the the board is walking. We'll see what they do, but I, I'm kind of hoping you know Nacho has to step up big time. Otherwise, like you know, this season is is going to get ugly. Hassan Hassan has already given out his word. He he wants Chomeni to start at centre back for now. Like I I don't get it, bro. Um, especially in big games against uh, you know teams of uh, a, a a bit better metal. Like I I don't think we we'll stand a chance. Chomeni, uh, no. I think mm. the issue's always been on one hand. You have Nacho who's making errors, like the the giveaway that yeah. he did for the first goal, and then you have Chomeni who's making maybe errors of uh, tactical nature, something that he probably needs yeah. to learn better so yeah. i think that's an argument we're stuck in right now and i think that's not an argument that you want to be stuck with so not a yeah. nice place to be as a remedy fan not at all um man like that the the board is showing severe severe lack of ambition i, I tell you just that because yes this season was meant to be a transition season this season really didn't guarantee much you know when, when it started but when we are in the position we are in and Things are looking up. We should capitalize. We should be proactive instead of being reactive. Bring in a body at least, man. We, you, you're telling me we can't get a fucking body in for like 60k a week? I, I don't understand. I, I don't think it's. I don't understand. It's the matter of mm-hmm. money. It's like more about the fact that you know, if you bring in a quality player, is there a quality player who's going to agree to come just for six months? And if he does agree to come for six months, like. A player who's who's gonna come and play for Real Madrid is gonna want a longer term deal. So after six months, you're expecting like you know uh, Real Madrid to at least have Militao back, right? So then you're stuck with four players, and then Rafa Marin also comes back from loan. Now you have five players, and then I think Real Madrid are looking at a player like Lenny Euro or whatever they are looking for the future. So it kind of like hampers the team. So I kind of understand what they're going, but like you know, it, it like I said, it's tightrope. You have to balance the fact that what your expectations are for this season 
coming to the season, we weren't really expecting to challenge for like, uh, you know, for the Champions League everything. And we were hoping that if we get a run in La Liga, we'll be happy. But right now we're in a position where we're like, you know, we, we can go, we can win La Liga and, you know, challenge for the Champions League. So I, I think for the board, it's about like where, where their priorities lie. Is this something that they're going to like, you know, they're going to put everything on the line for this season or they just want to, you know, they're planning for the next 10 years because with all the signs that we have made, we can see there is a pattern, you know. But for Emery, they're like, they're planning for the long term. They are building the next... Remember that's probably going to play for like five, ten years at least. So I, I guess that's the balance that they have to do, and you know we kind of have to understand what they're doing. I get all that, but um, chasing you know fortunes of future, fortunes of the future, we kind of neglect the the present. Yeah. Um, that that that's that's just not a the way we the, should operate. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So I I, I think that's the thing. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should be we should be looking at capitalizing, especially the situation in Europe where the the throne to the Champions League is, is is kind of waking. Even cities, you know, slowly waking up from from their slumber. You know themselves. Like we should be proactive. I don't get it. We still have twelve days, or oh, like oh, not twelve. Uh, we have nine days, right? Okay, nine, ten days. We should be doing something, man. Let's be honest. We should be doing something, like um, at least for this season as a stopgap. For me, if thing, Kepa, for me, the thing about uh, what the the shout that Farouk made was like an interesting one about Varan, you know, because. His contract with like United ends at the end of the season, so like probably bringing him on a six-month loan or something would have been an interesting proposition. But I think they don't really want to do that. So, although I mm. I, I understand, like you know, Varane also has his weaknesses. He's also had his mom- moments of you know errors and everything this season as well. So I don't yeah. know. It's peak. Not gonna lie, I, I won't I won't have any confidence going into you know, uh, especially looking looking at at. at Looking at our team right now, even Leipzig with with chest out, um, it's, it's not great. Um, but yeah, moving on. Um, let, let's talk about the equalizer, right? Uh, quick yes or no handball? For me, it was hundred percent handball. You shouldn't have mm. stood. Mm. For me, it's 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 kind of debatable. Uh, some angles tell tells me that it was kind of top half of the shoulder. Where we have seen plenty of goals being scored from, but then another angle shows me a little further down. I the understand sleeve. where you're coming mm. from because my brother and I we were having the same conversation. He was like, "This is from the shoulder," and I was like, "This is from the upper arm." And but there was this one angle where they kind of zoomed in, when, like after the goal had been given. I was watching mm. my broadcast on ESPN, and they kind of zoomed in on one one angle, and then they showed like the where the ball actually hit, and it kind of felt like it hit the upper arm. So for me, it was a handball. We we got like entirely lucky to be getting that goal. How the fuck does VAR miss that? I think the, the fact is like they don't really have the that ability to you know zoom in and do all of those things. Really, you're telling me they don't have, they don't have the ability to zoom yeah, in? Yeah, I think they're they're kind of limited because you know the thing is like if you start using technology and start slowing everything frame by frame and by frame and by frame, you kind of get uh, with, with get stuck up with fouls that you know you shouldn't be there in the first place. So for me, if I understand correctly, VAR has to you know uh, that they, they they can't really do certain things that might magnify the amount of errors that are you know that multiply the amount of errors that are being thrown up so probably that's why they probably don't have that tech, tech where you know they un, like ne- excessively zoom in and see what's happening from uh from the replays that we saw when they were debating the decision it kind of looked like a 50 50 the referee decided that it came off the upper shoulder and you know they went with it so uh, as a member fan i'm not complaining but for me if i was in that place i probably would have said that this is not a goal this is a handball People in the chat, talk to us. Like, if you can put up a poll more, you can, you know, feel free to do it. But that was not necessary, really. But, um, yeah, I guess we got away with one, you know, 100%. Um, 
it, it should have it should have been like uh, it shouldn't have been a case of you know uh, rival fans basically coming for our throats and um, if the league goes down to a scenario where it's a matter of 3 3 points or less this is going to be bought up right mo it's going to be the talk of the town I if the league goes yeah, down yeah, to the wire i was talking to somebody in the background yeah yeah no 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 like i was just saying if the league goes down to the wire mm-hmm. and it's a matter of 3 points or less or less say 5 points or less this is going to be talk of the town come come i mean the come, thing is like you know, uh, april may it's going to be the talk of the town anyway if i remember correctly mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Uh, in 2021 we had a had a handball decision go against us against sevilla if you remember it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, like nobody actually talks about it because atleti won the title so yeah. you know the thing yeah. is like uh, for for me as long as we win the title nobody's going to care uh, surely mm. the people who hate madrid are always going to bring up oh this was a handball this got given in your favor you know this is why you win titles people mm. who support madrid are going to be like you know this is blah 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 and uh, at the end of the day for neutrals from madrid are going to add an, a, you know an extra la liga title and that's that's what all counts fair enough um yeah, those those are the things that basically you know takes my uh takes basically takes a shine away from tonight's performance for me because i would be here with with a with a with a stupid grin you know from the get go if we had a much more convincing comeback right but yeah um, not every comeback can be vintage can it um yeah mo quickly ibrahim uh, was that a pen because i thought that was a pen i was screaming in the group chat as well because he was stuck down i think for me uh Uh, for for me at one angle it did look like a pen but from the other angle it did not so i'm kind of oh confused I, i didn't really get to see the best angles for me what i saw you know it, i think it's from behind the goal like the guy basically pulled him down and there was there was not even a flinch from the referee yeah when um, when you look at from the angle from you know behind it was kind of it kind of did look like a penalty but when it was mm-hmm. like a side angle it, it kind of looked like he didn't really you know get him that strong right 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 uh quickly uh jude bellingham no yeah and i already said jude for me was like uh, he was like kind of brilliant you know uh, the way he performed uh, especially in the second half that if if that uh, if that acrobatic effort had gone and i think everybody would be raving about it even the commentator that, that was that, that sexy time, for me it was derek rainy was like he was kind of pointing out if I, if that had gone in everybody like it, it would have been shouted from you know even in the US despite the fact that we are having NFL playoffs right now everybody would have been talking about that goal so jude really stepped up in the second half he really made himself count and i was like kind of happy about his whole performance when i saw it in real time i didn't know that he basically controlled it himself and you know basically had to do it all on his own but then the replay showed what he did it's just amazing man this guy um yeah like the way he moves just it is it's just different you know you, you can just see the 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 tenacity you know the the aggression every every move that he makes has a has a thought process to it has a point to it you know um has to really appreciate you know what this guy is doing at the age of 19 in the biggest club uh, the biggest institution in the world it's it's just just to say you know how much of a leader he is you know um how much of a reference point he is already uh, on our side um yeah like there's some performances that i would want to hone in a bit more you know that wasn't you know super pretty tony cruz you know um really didn't have the greatest of games but um he kind of you know made a, made up for us you know lackluster first half in the in the second half when the first half basic long balls straight mark long balls from tony cruz wasn't finding their man 
it was surprising for me yeah um, I, I think that speaks to the mm. fatigue that we're talking about like these things you know yeah. these these passes not working out people not being able to yeah. put adequate weight and everything that is for me yeah. that is the sign of you know players not being uh, at their peak performance peak sharpness so yeah, yeah that, that's that's mostly what i talk about when i'm talking about lacking fitness and like, uh, sorry lacking sharpness and everything but like yeah overall i think Real Madrid's second half performance kind of you know overshadows what happened in the first half we won we go home happy 100%. Jose Lucaminan also made a big difference. There were so many nice, um, you know, passing lanes opened up because of him. You yeah, know, yeah. so many uh, good good chances being created because of him, just by his movement. For me, um, the thing about Jose Lucaminan today, like, uh, the only thing I would like to kind of like to criticize is the fact that I felt that he could have gotten in, into better positions where he could have been, like, you know, receiving more crosses. Like, I, I kind of said this in the last game as well. For me, I feel sometimes like Jose Lucaminan kind of gets covered, uh, gets stuck in his defender's cover shadow. Meaning that you know the 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 our own team players are not able to get to him because you know he's always like he 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 takes the positions that are difficult for uh, players to cross the ball into to pa- make a pass into. So for mm. me, that's something that I kind of like you know don't get about him. I would like to, especially as a player who's like you know who's always trying to get into positions where he can score headers. I would appreciate more if he kind of you know position himself between defenders as opposed to hanging off of defenders because I I, I don't Yeah, he's basically like at the last line, yeah. right? Like yeah. I kind of yeah. understand that a lot of strikers do that, you know, mm. hang off the last defender, but I think also yeah. with his characteristics, I think it would be better if he kind of like, you know, tried to split defenders. I, I, I think it's a matter of confidence more. It could be. It could also be like this, mm. this is just the way he plays, and you know, obviously he's a mm. he's a he's an international player, and you know, we're just armchair yeah. analysts, so he knows better. But that is something <laughs> that you know, I, I kind of don't like it about him. There's so many good combinations, you know, when he when he's passed to Jude, you know, where he just shot wide. All, all that happens because of you know Hossilu's uh, near presence on the pitch, and then. Um, yeah, man. Like the, 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 there were so many nice, intricate plays, uh, especially towards the end. Uh, but I still had this feeling this wouldn't be our day until you know, Brahim, magic touch again across was very well directed. Um, Jude, you know, uh, uh, heads it back across goal, and then Danny, you know, as clutch as he can be. I think this was a very fine finish. For some reason, I kept thinking it was Dan Carvajal who made the cross, and then suddenly somehow got to the end of the goal to score off of Jude's header. But you know, it mm. probably makes more sense. It was Brian, but yeah, man, I think uh, Carvajal keeps popping up in at important times. You know, he's having a legendary season. I don't know how you look about it, even though he's not, he might not have been the best on the pitch, especially in the first half, second half, massively. Yeah, up. first half was uh, really getting that goal, mm. getting that goal, and showing that passion. I think that that's what Ramadan is all about. Hundred percent, hundred percent. See, I would like to talk more about more about this, but um, yeah, man, I, I just don't feel it uh, the same way tonight. Probably, you know, the similar way I felt against uh, Barcelona. Maybe, you know, I see ominous signs, but I hope this is just a blip, right? Uh, just regarding performance and, you know, fatigue and everything involved. Fede Valverde quickly, Mo. Um, had a fine outing. Uh, helped us best. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like uh, yeah he was decent, but you know the thing is like I was kind of surprised yeah. that Ancelotti took him off. But yeah. uh, you, you, we we have to take into the fact that these guys have been playing a lot of games. You know, even my brother mm-hmm. was like, "Didn't you guys just play on Thursday and you're playing again now?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is Ramburi. This is how you have to play every every this month. I think we have at least like every midweek almost." So yeah. it, it is what it is. Players are getting tired. You know, performances are going to drop. But hopefully, you know, with the schedule lightening up for us, especially us being out of the cup, 
uh, prop players will probably return to better fitness. And Ancelotti also has to be careful because, you know, previously as well under Ancelotti, we have started the season well, but when it always comes to this fact, you know, we don't rotate well, and then we are, you know, towards the end of the season, we kind of suffer injuries and players get, we, lo we lose players and then we start dropping points. So I hope that doesn't happen this season. It is a recurring theme with Carlo, which, you know, really uh, scares me sometimes. But I hope you know, that is in the case this season. Mo, I know it's it's uh, past your time, but give me two minutes to, you know, quickly run through so a few of the comments um, before we, you know, slowly wrap this up. Um, Hasa was mentioning, I'm getting sick of getting Danny Ceballos at this point. <laughs> um, it's, it's a bit further up, Mo. Um, if you can't find yeah, it, it's fine. Um, okay. Um, uh, Ashik was mentioning by Danny, I meant Carvel, not Ceballos. Ricardo was saying this was not Modric's game. No speed, no strength, not enough stamina. Luka needs to just relax his time. Will come. I, I don't get that. You know, like, yeah, like he doesn't have the same tenacity, the intensity he used to have, but I still think he has a bite. He can really, when, especially when, you know, the. Uh, the opposition is kind of tiring. I think he can make a difference. I, I really have, do. I think uh, uh, Modric is at his best when he's starting for me personally. I've always said this, Lenny. Modric, when he gets a run of games, is at a better, higher level than he is at, you know, if he's made to play in substitute appearances. So for me personally, yeah. I kind of understood what Ancelotti was going for. Uh, I don't really have a complaint, but if he had brought Modric on, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be complaining either. Well, Luka Modric is Luka Modric. 100%. Dennis is great. I'm really sorry, but you know why your messages are being hidden. But uh, I, I think it's it's fixed now. You're talking about um, being shocking or something. Yeah, but two comments before that uh, was kind of got it in. Okay. Ashi was mentioning Vinny has a lot to learn, and there is still quite a bit of development left. But he thinks he's Pele. Sometimes I get that vibe too, bro. It's not good, man. It's not good. It's nothing against him. I want him to him to be the best. Him to be our talisman. But so for me, the yeah, thing that, that uh, resonates about Ashik's comment is the fact that he says he goes for the complicated instead of the simplicity. And I think this is something mm. that even Rodrigo does. And I think we've talked about this before. These guys, they kind of like tend to go for the, you know, uh, the, the highlight reel moment, like you said before. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah that is something yeah. that I hope they improve on. And as it was mentioned, then when he was shocking, um, yeah, first off, even in the second half, he didn't do really anything to redeem himself that guy King was mentioning Mendy in the final third is shocking um some games yes you just you I know think, especially uh, when mm. we are playing against like uh, a solid defense you know like the way deep blocks are, yeah we, mm. we kind of lose the need for Mendy and you know we need a mm. fullback who can be more overlap like, yeah, more, yeah. The, a guy who can contribute something in offense I think Mendy mm. has his strengths especially when we are playing against teams who kind of give us space you know by attacking us but when it comes to teams like Almeri and you know lower half opposition, I think Mendy is you don't really need Mendy in those games. Hundred percent. Major TV was mentioning Vinny has been shocking a lot of the games this season. Yes, some some people have been really vocal about it, you know his performances. And I, for once, uh, was you know super critical of you know what this is you know shaping up to be. Um, Zmap says, "Big up Zmap." He says, uh, "Hit the like button, uh, Madridistas. Hundred um, percent. Hit the like button, people. It really helps with the algo." Um, Ricardo was mentioning in terms of attack. I pray Jude doesn't get any long-term injury. As much as we love Fede and Cruz, Jude is our most important player. What he offers to the team, they don't. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hasa was mentioning it's literally pick your poison type of a situation with the Nacho Germany. Hundred percent. Like, I don't know, you know, where we go from here. Um, it's, it's, it, it really is concerning. Madrid mm, TV was mentioning Perez don't like uh, doing signings in January. Can't remember last time we bought in someone in January, maybe Chicharito. 
Was she Chicharito the last time? Really? Yeah, Chicharito, I think he came in the summer. I, 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 but I do agree that I don't remember the last time Paris signed somebody who made an impact. I remember SCN. Was SCN in Jan? No, no, he was in the summer as well. But summer I, as well. I'm pretty sure Brahim was like signed in 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 the winter of 2019. But mm. uh, I'm. But he didn't join us, right? No, he joined us. He played half a season under Zidane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored a solo goal. Yeah, yeah I remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm struggling to remember somebody who was signed in January and kind of made an impact. But I'm sure there is a name. I'm just forgetting it. Mm. Yeah, if somebody remembers that, you know, put it in the chat. Ricardo was mentioning Mo Sune. Do you know an Arsenal country creator by the name of Lee Gunner? Hundred <laughs> percent. That geezer today had the nerve to say Pedri is a better footballer than Jude. No wonder he is an Arsenal fan. I'll tell you something, Ricardo. It might be just uh, to rile people up, or you know, it might be taken out of context. Because uh, I know for a fact that Lee Gunner really likes Madrid more than Barcelona. That, that's a fact. But uh, go for a move. No, I mean, I, I kind of saw this and laughed. I, I have to admit the fact that I don't really watch a lot of content creators on YouTube, so mm. I, would, I wouldn't know the person respectfully. I'm sure he's, he's good at his job. But for he me, lives in Spain, so he knows what he's talking about. But here, I think he's just waffling. Yeah, I, I kind of... You know, the thing is, like, I don't really want to go hard on Pedri because he's a guy I do appreciate despite the fact that he's from Barcelona. Yeah. But, you know, you have to appreciate quality to be, you know, uh, if, if you understand football, you have to appreciate quality. And I, I do appreciate Pedri's quality. But the thing is, like, the, the first thing that you need is to be on the pitch. Pedri right now is always injured and he, he, he has trouble getting on the pitch. And then with everything that Jude has done, like, over the over the half season he's been at Pedri, I don't think there's any doubt that anybody can have any doubt that, you know, Jude is, like, way better than Pedri right now. 100%, 100%. Um, Rajat was mentioning Nacho needs to be a third to fourth choice centre-back, not start too much. I think that's where Nacho shines. When there is some sort of a mini crisis at the back and he comes in, he steps in, keeps it tidy, keeps it ticking, that's where I think Nacho's strength lies. But um, I really didn't hope that was the case because when he used to be in that sort of a role, I used to cry out for people to wake up and you know put um, Nacho... Uh, in the thick of things and give him his due flaws but uh, yeah if this season had happened like two years ago like it did happen like a couple of years back if you remember 2021 Nacho did step up and played wonderfully but I think it's just the fact that you know this is Nacho's like almost 35 34 35 so he's approaching the tail end of his career so performances are Mm. bound to drop Mm. 100% Hassan was asking, wasn't Renier signed in the winter? Yeah, Renier was so. signed in the winter, like yeah, just was before he? COVID, okay. yeah. But, you know, like I, I was kind of like trying to focus on peak players who came in the winter and kind of had an impact. But yeah, Renier mm. was signed in the winter. Farouk is mentioning, league is asked to lose uh, Champions League. We might get a chastening. I just really hope, you know, it's uh, better than that. I don't want another 4-0, another you know, on the menu. I just can't take it. Telling you, simple as. Oh, Dennis is great. You know, oh, how would I miss that? He was mentioning earlier, just a few comments earlier more. He was mentioning that I'm tired of Danny Ceballos. I call him Danny Ceboyas. Ceboyas is onions. Cebolas, yeah. Cebolas is onions in Spanish. Cebola and Savola. Savola in my mother tongue, Malayalam. I think, you know, like Kerala has a lot of Portuguese influence and I see where it comes from. Savola and Ceboya. Yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah, there, is, to, there is a correlation. I kind of used to okay. like, uh, have a tease about him, about his because you know, Sabayos <laughs> is an onion shop or something, but yeah, okay, okay, fair. Um, yeah, I really don't know what he contributes, but uh, I guess he's the 
his uh, tempo light, you know, um, tempo light. But um, yeah, man, big up every single one of you in the chat. Big up our sponsors again, Manscaped. You know, our first sponsor to be Manscaped is truly an honor. is is super special. I I I would like to reiterate. You know, we couldn't really believe, um, you know, what we you know uh, came across. You know, a couple of days ago. Not a couple of days ago, four or five days ago, when I got the email, super happy with uh, you know this this collaboration, this partnership. Long may it continue, and uh, for them to help us out, you guys have to help us out. You know, this is the best way to show some love, show some appreciation. Uh, you know, for what we do, what we have been doing for over the past you know two two and a half years. Um, like I always reiterate, you know, juggling uni, family life, work, all of that. It's not easy. It's not easy. You know, Mo literally had to, you know, be on standby and come in 10 minutes before we went live, set things up and, you know, do this for you guys. But um, yeah, people, um, like I mentioned, you know, towards the beginning of the pod, when you go into manscape.com and, you know, look at the, you know, the, the catalog uh, as a whole, it might seem a bit pricey, but there are some stuff, especially if you live... Um, in, in Europe and in North America, that'll be, you know, below 40, uh, 40, 30 bucks, um, which can go a long way. Um, and this partnership also depends on, you know, how many codes uh, are basically used. If you don't know the code, the code is LBR20 to get 20% off. I repeat, LBR20 to get 20% off plus free shipping on uh, your purchases on manscaped.com. And the link is in the description below. Um, if any of you guys, you know, would like to gift someone uh, something for Valentine's Day or be it any occasion, anniversaries, birthdays, um, guy or girl, you know, uh, feel free to do so. And uh, if you guys are using the checkout code, uh, you, you, the promo code, you know, make it a point to send it to us, a screenshot of it. Just send it to us on, on our socials, on Twitter or on Instagram so that, you know, we can show that you are, you are coming through us. But um yeah, people. Any any sort of support is 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 gonna go a long way uh, for you know uh, such um, yeah such you know um, small tokens of appreciation you know coming our way for you know doing this for you know consistently for over the two two and a half years. Um, but yeah, Mo, any final thoughts? Quickly? Yeah, I mean, I, I, just to reiterate your point, everything that you said about the fact that you know we were incredibly surprised by the fact that a company like Manscaped appro approached us. You know, that is the moment we felt like, ah, yeah, the work we have been doing has been worth something. That's at, at least been reaching. Although we do get to hear, you know, every week from everybody in the comments, and we do appreciate the love that you have shown us. But you know, that that particular moment, you kind of feel like incredibly, you know, it kind of feels like incredibly fulfilling that you know something that you have been doing has been recognized. So you know, everybody who's like in the chat, everybody who's watching us, who's everybody who's listening to us, you know, make sure that you do go to Manscaped com and check it out and when if you decide you know you like something and you want to buy something make sure to use our code lbr20 like sunet said we're going to try and put it in the description and you know starting somewhere sometime in the middle of this week we're going to like you know put out a proper proper pitch uh, pitch and ad that manscaped wants us to put out so you know just do your thing we'd be incredibly we'll be like incredibly humbled by any support that you show us 100%. We forgot about the pinned comment. You know, it was a prerequisite, uh, you know, like we should have had a pinned comment in the live chat uh, with the with with the stuff, you know, get 20% off with the code and blah, blah, blah. If you can quickly do it before we end the live stream, do you want me to send it to you? Uh, oh? Okay. Um. Yeah, you could just, uh, let me just, just go over. Yourself, yeah? Just put the pin, pin comment yourself. I, I can do it myself? Yeah, yeah. You can, you can do it. You, you are let me... Let, let me let me quickly let me quickly 
Um, oh, by the way, I did run the poll, and I think 64% are saying it was a handball. The rest of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. So, you see, like, our own fans think that was a handball. Like, it just cast to show um, that people would be out with their folks already. Um, let me just quickly put this. Uh, how do you pin the common? Did, did you so, le- Yeah. yeah. I, I pinned it. Okay, one more. Right. Um, yeah, man. Make up every single one of you in the chat uh, as well. Keep supporting the thing, man. Like, uh, what makes this spot great and what makes whatever we do great is because this is a two-way street. We have a conversation out here. We we speak about football. We speak about life sometimes in general. Um, but yeah, this is this is this is the sole reason why we you know have the motivation to come on um, every single match day and do this and. Keep an eye out for our um, cadet from Madrid. We'll be speaking to fans. You know, said is right now speaking to fans outside the Bernabeu. So expect some, you know, hostility, especially towards some of our, you know, star names. But uh, yeah, special likes over there if you like the content. If you have, you know, disagreements or agreements on, you know, certain people's viewpoints, do comment and you know, like uh, basically uh, show some engagement. Um, because I know you, you guys love what we do. Because I've heard a lot of good things, you know, coming from people who you know have been tuning into this new venture for us. But uh, yeah, like if if you have if you agree with something, if you disagree with something, do it. And also, don't forget to share it among your friends as well. You know, fellow Madridistas, um, if they like what we do, they can you know uh, really also look forward to some really uh, intriguing content coming, especially with the Champions League around the corner as well. But yeah, big up our uh, partners, Manscaped again. Big up our partners, the OGs, Real Battle Committee on Instagram as well. They run a brilliant fan page. Uh, go check them out. The link is in the description below. Um, but yeah, people, the audio will be out hopefully tomorrow. It won't be out right away like usual. Um, but it'll be out sometime around this time tomorrow. Uh, pick up every single one of you again, man. Until next time, people. Ala Madrid. Ala Madrid.